Hey, boss ladies, you're listening to episode 19 of the Boss Lady Investor Podcast. All right, guys. So basically, every time I interview another amazing boss lady, I think, wow, I don't know how I'm going to top that. I don't know who's going to have a cooler story than that. And yet again, this week, I am absolutely blown away by our guest, Tam Salinas. I highly recommend that you have, if you have any fitness goals whatsoever, go out there and follow Tam on Instagram. It's Tam underscore Salinas, S-A-L-I-N-A-S. If anyone was wondering what I would look like with the body of my dreams, this girl is it. She's a badass. And not only is she smoking hot, she's wildly intelligent, incredibly independent, and an all-around total badass. Again, just check out her Instagram. You'll see pictures of her doing all kinds of things like surfing and snowboarding and just kicking ass, doing all the things, and doing it with grace and talent and helping to empower other women. So I don't think you can find a cooler person than someone that takes care of themselves, but also spends their time helping other women to take care of themselves. So I'm so excited to talk to Tam today. I think you guys are going to love what she has to say. We're going to learn about all kinds of crazy things that I didn't know much about. We're going to learn how Tam changed her life and health simply with amazing water. We're going to learn about a plant-based diet. We're going to learn about fitness. We're going to learn about running your own business. Just a whole bunch of stuff that I think everyone can benefit from. So again, super excited for this podcast. Also guys, I know you're going to be surprised, but I have a book out there that I would love for you to buy or love for you to review if you've already bought it. Check it out on Amazon. It's the Boss Lady Investor. You don't need a dick to understand money. For those of you um, that may think the name is a little odd, I wasn't trying to be mean to men. I love guys. If you look on any of my social media, I have tons of guy friends, tons of guy business partners, love my husband, but I just got tired of women around me, and maybe that's not you, but there were a lot of women around me that thought, oh, they don't want to worry about money. They don't want to think about money. That's something that guys deal with, and that's not true. It's something we have to learn about if we're going to be empowered as women. So hope you guys check it out. If not, no worries. Just listen to the podcast. Tons of awesome information here, especially with today's guest, Tam Salinas. So let's get into the show. Here we go. So I have Tam Salinas on the podcast today, an amazing badass boss lady. Tam is originally from Houston, Texas, but is currently living in Laguna Beach, California, where she is loving life and kicking ass and is a total badass. Tam is extremely into physical fitness and health and lives a plant-based lifestyle. She has been a fitness trainer, a fitness model, and now has her company, The Awakening, in which she's helping people's lives through magic water. So get ready to learn more about the amazing badass boss lady, Tam Salinas. So Tam, welcome to the show. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you so much. You're amazing. We're super excited to have you. So I told everyone a little bit about you, but if you would 
go ahead and tell everyone about yourself, your background, your history, where you came from, and how you ended up where you are today. Yeah, of course. Thanks again for having me on here. So a little bit about myself. I am 27 years young. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I currently live in Laguna Beach, California. Um, I've been here for about four years now and don't ever see myself going back to Texas. I love Texas. It definitely has my heart, but it's Southern California. It's amazing here. I absolutely love it. And it's kind of where I had my really big mental shift. Um, so a little bit about me. I have been a personal trainer and nutritionist for about a decade now. So it's been 10 years strong um, being a health coach, you know, life coach, all the things and helping people, you know, achieve fulfillment, whether it's their body, something, what they're eating, you know, just a better life. Um, and so I was consistently doing that for a living. I absolutely loved it, especially when I moved to California. It just, I just fit in here more than in Texas being somebody who loved fitness to the degree that I did. And so I was helping people, you know, achieve their goals, but I was kind of putting myself on the back burner, right? I was so focused on everybody doing all that they can. I want everybody to be their best self and kind of putting me last. And I was still really fit. I still felt um, like my body looked amazing, but on the inside, I was really sick. So I was diagnosed with Hashimoto and leaky gut. Do you know what those are? I have a little knowledge about those, but why don't you tell everyone what those are? Yes. So basically, long story short, Hashimoto and leaky gut are thyroid and gut imbalances. Okay. So um, what kind of like the symptoms that I was having is, I mean, first off, I didn't have a microbiome in my gut anymore. And so that's kind of like the root of all of our healing and just our life it comes from our gut. And so I wasn't breaking down food properly. I would get really sick after consuming, you know, the quote unquote healthy food, right? The, the chicken, the lean protein, the organic protein with the organic food or the organic vegetables. You know, I was eating very clean, especially what appeared to me from all of my teachings. And so having, you know, Hashimoto and uh, leaky gut getting really sick after eating th these things. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm so healthy. What's happening? You know, I, I would break out really bad. Um, I had days where I was just bedridden. I was so tired and fatigued. I had muscle sores. Like I just, it was, it was awful. And I was 24 years old, you know? So um, when that was happening, I transitioned into holistic healing. Like I'm like, okay, I'm going to heal myself from food. I, I was super blessed to grow up, you know, with my mom who her dad actually died from pancreatic cancer and he pretty much raised my sister and I. So whenever she found out, she was like, I need to heal this man. You know, he was strict Hungarian man, refused to go to a hospital, but for some reason was open to changing the way he ate. And so my mom actually put him on a raw vegan diet and that transformed his life. You know, his longevity was I mean, he was projected to live only four weeks, stage four, you know, pancreatic cancer is insane. And for him, he lived an extra year and a half just by changing his food, you know, and I saw that so young and, and, it, and I didn't remember it again until I got sick. And it was really cool having that memory and realizing that food could be so powerful. So um, that's what got me into the plant-based lifestyle. And so currently now it's been about two years that I've been plant-based and I cut out all meat, all dairy, all that stuff, and I just eat from plants. 
And that helped me significantly, right? Like I did start to feel more energy. I did start to feel really good, but then I would have days where I would, you know, come down again. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling sick again. What's going on? I thought I fixed this, you know? And I had a friend, really, really close friend who I trusted. He was also an elite personal trainer in Equinox. And he was like, Tam, you've got to try my water. Like my water is going to make you feel better. And I'm like, what do you mean water? Like, I'm good. No, I don't, I don't need to try water, you know? And so um, he basically shared with me a medical device that we, you can put into somebody's home and it'll help transform your health. You know, whether it's, you're dealing with something in your gut, you need a detox better, you need more energy, all this stuff that just sounds so frou-frou-y to me. I was like, there's no way that water does this. You know, I got my Brita. I'm good. I lived in Mexico city. I'll drink the tap in Mexico. Like, I don't care. You know? So I, th I thought he was crazy. I thought he was so crazy. But when I was drinking this water, I started to have energy. My skin started to clear up. I started to feel really good all the time. And I even tested that theory by eating a little bit of dairy one day and feeling okay, you know? So it was really, really crazy to see the transition that I had, you know, through food and through water. And it's so, it's so funny to me now to think that water doesn't have that big of an impact on my health or on anybody's health when it's like, we are water we're like 80% water. So, um, basically the whole premise of the awakening and what we create is just to wake people up to this paradigm shift that I was super blessed to have really, really, really young, you know, from my grandpa passing and having cancer and being healed from food to then dealing with my own struggles and health and finding that path through food and water and how, you know, those are the beacon of health and this huge paradigm shift is happening. You know, people are wanting to be healthier. They're wanting to figure that stuff out without Western medicine. And a lot of people are getting sick from a flu shot or getting sick, you know, from all types of things. And so we're just wanting to wake people up from, to be able to heal more organically and naturally on their own with actual living products and not just, you know, here's a quick fixer. What types of products do you guys sell? And so let's talk about that first, about what what's available to people. And then I want to go back a little bit more through your journey. Totally. So the products that we sell, the main product that we sell is what I was explaining, the medical grade device. So this is an actual machine that we put into people's homes. We put them in hospitals, restaurants, all over the world. We're in like 32 countries right now. It's so amazing. And this machine actually changes the water through your tap. Um, it goes through something called electrolysis, which is just a fancy word to say it's making energy rich water, right? An antioxidant, anti-inflammatory. And so um, it's doing this to our drinking water. It's also creating a really, really strong alkaline water that helps emulsify pesticides, atrazine, all the scary things off our organic fruits and vegetables that are just you know, skyrocketing at this point, you know, we, we need to put that stuff on our fruits and vegetables, quote unquote need. I don't think we do, you know, I believe in eating seasonally, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but all of that stuff sticks to the fruits and vegetables, you know, cause otherwise farmers would like their fruits and vegetables wouldn't last, right. They would get washed away when it would rain. So nothing can really take that off except something that's really, really, really high in alkalinity. So our machines create that. It also creates a 6.0, so it's a beauty toner for our skin, um, which has got my skin glowing. I don't wear any makeup. I love it. Um, and then we also, it also creates a bleach, so extremely acidic water. So now we're getting rid of um, all of those toxic chemicals that we keep underneath our sink. So our cleaning solutions, our bleach, 
things that, you know, dogs shouldn't be licking the floors, dogs shouldn't be um, smelling it, humans shouldn't be smelling it, our children shouldn't be smelling it. A lot of studies have shown that those chemicals can be equivalent to like smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. I don't know about you, but I don't want my kids smoking a pack of cigarettes a day or myself. So we eliminate all of that with just one machine. And then we also create a shower unit. So in the shower, there's lots of fluoride. There's lots of chemicals that just penetrate into our skin, especially when we make the water hot, like opens our pores and it just penetrates us. So we also have a shower unit to eliminate all the consumption of those chemicals. And then we also have a product called Ucon. It's the purest form of turmeric and turmeric is an anti-inflammatory, um, also helps with aging. Um, it helps with oxidation. And then we actually created our own capsule around the turmeric with our water. So now it has mass absorption because our water is small water. It penetrates our body at a cellular level, hitting our brain, our skin, everything on impact instead of feeling that swishing around feeling when you drink a glass of water. Right. And just so everyone knows, like you guys can't see Tam right now, but I can. And her skin really is glowing. And she has beautiful skin. Oh, so, yeah. It looks awesome. Very nice. That means so much. <laughs> so, all right. So when you were, so when did you first start doing this? How old were you? Yeah. So I actually started drinking the water when I was 26. So in 2018, or I was, yeah, I was 26 years old. And then how did you go from just drinking it to, all right, I want to start selling this and talk about the journey of the struggles and the things that you ran into at starting to run your own business. Totally. So, um, so I really was just a consumer. I was just somebody who was like, look, I want to feel freaking awesome. (laughs) That's all I really care about right now, you know, but I couldn't shut up about this water, about this medical device. And when purchasing this machine, you know, it's not something you can find at Costco. It's not something you can find online or anything like that. You have to find it word of mouth from somebody who has an amazing testimonial. And so um, the company has been around actually now for 45 years that I joined and have created my own team with within it. And they started in Japan, which is also the healthiest country in the world. And so I just kept like researching about it because I, I kept feeling so good. So I'm one of those people that I'm like, I got to know everything, every little detail, you know, I'm studying the owner of the company and how his family died from malaria. So his whole goal was to create clean water in essence, because that's why his family died, you know, and how he studied then the seven magic waters of the world, which if you Google those are all over the world, they're in Tecote, um, Tecote, Mexico, Lourdes, France, they're in places where people literally travel thousands and thousands of miles to heal, you know, so he like worked and learned about this water. And then he worked along a doctor, Dr. Shinya, who wrote The Enzyme Factor, amazing book. If you guys love to read and learn, Enzyme Factor by Dr. Shinya, so good. And Dr. Shinya talks about, you know, cleaning your colon and the importance of it. And this man actually created the colonoscopy. And if you don't know what the colonoscopy is, if you're reaching the age of 40, you're going to find out real soon. (laughs) You know, so having, having the clean colon is like the whole goal, especially when you have leaky gut. And so I was like, holy guacamole, like, no wonder I'm feeling so good. That's like what these two men were like, what they were creating was everything that a human body needs to thrive and survive. And so I just started researching about it. I started, you know, feeling really good. I started giving the water to my friends and my family. And my fiance's dad actually was on the cusp of becoming a type two diabetic, which 
can be, you know, like life changing. And for him, he, he wanted to stick to what he was eating. You know, he's like, Tam, I love you, but I'm not into the whole plant-based life. Like (laughs) I like my meat. I like my dairy. I'm not changing that girl. And I'm like, okay, all good. Just at least drink some water, you know, change your water. And so he started drinking the water and he's my favorite testimonial because I love him so much. And he has dropped all of his blood pressure medication in just about like six weeks of drinking the water. And he lost 20 pounds. And the biggest part was his blood pressure jumped from, it was 168. It dropped all the way down to 112. His doctors had to like retest it five times. And so just being to create that for people, it gave me that love and excitement again that I had um, as a personal trainer, you know, as a, as a coach, as a nutritionist. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to share this so simply with just water for people who just want to like wake up and create this change. And it, it was just so cool. But like the question you were asking, you know, what's been the hardest part and the biggest struggle? Like, I'm a very passionate person. As you can tell how I talk, I talk <laughs> with my hands. I'm very like expressive. I am so passionate that sometimes people are like, skirt, Tam. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> you're at a 10, you need to drop it down to like a two, because I'm right here, and you're freaking me out, and that can be hard for me at times, you know, I want everybody to have this, like, metamorphosis, and I want everybody to change, and I want everybody to feel amazing, and have energy, and all these things, and so the hardest thing for me as an entrepreneur, and I I 100% believe that you can contest to this, is like, we want everybody to see our path, and our vision, and our light, and like, just everybody's not going to, you know, and like accepting that, like, that's the hardest thing for me. (laughs) But you got to keep trying because the people that will connect will connect. So talk to people just briefly about what a plant-based diet is, because this is a word I've heard a lot more lately than I ever had before. Um, I've been a pescatarian longer than you've been alive. (laughs) (laughs) So um, (laughs) I know what that word is, but plant-based has come. So and I have a pretty good understanding of it, but just in case anyone listening doesn't, how do you, because people will think, oh my gosh, she just eats vegetables. Like how does she get her protein? How does she get her nutrients? So explain to people what plant-based diet is. Okay. So before going into it, like for anybody who has no idea about plant-based, about veganism, about, you know, pescatarian, you know, with a, a more plant lifestyle, I highly, highly, highly recommend going on Netflix and watching the game changers. Like, I'm like, finally a documentary that I've been preaching. (laughs) Like, this is so good. Did you ever, did you see that documentary? No, I haven't, but I watched Cowspiracy, which is pretty strong too. What I really like about the Game Changers is that it goes more into like the athletic standpoint of it and like the science behind the neurological change, as well as our metabolic breakdown of protein synthesis. So creating muscle and all these things, right? Where I get the question of how do you get your protein? Um, So it goes into all of that. But basically what a plant-based lifestyle is, is just eating more plants, you know? And it's a very controversial like discussion on what people say is plant-based and what people say as vegan, you know? And so vegan is kind of like, I'm going to eat whatever it is, as long as there's no animal products, right? There's no meat, there's no dairy, no cheese, no yogurt, like none of that stuff that is nothing that has eyes, right? And so, and the same thing for plant-based, nothing that ha- that has eyes, even like fish or anything. People don't eat any of that stuff in a, in a plant-based or vegan um, lifestyle. You know, I prefer lifestyle versus diet because I feel like it should be a life, not a diet. And so 
Um, when you're vegan, though, most people then consume more processed food. So um, it's a huge trend right now. Like even I, I want to say like, is it Carl's Jr. or Burger King? One like fast food chains now are creating like vegan options. And that's something that a vegan would eat, but plant-based, I, I doubt they would. Like maybe every once in a while, if they felt like having their treat meal and splurging themselves, you know, that's what they would do. But plant-based is more like, like literally verbatim plants. Like you're eating those plants, you're consuming food from the earth, what God created, like that's what you're eating, not necessarily like, um, processed already pre-made food. And so I feel like there, there gets like a, a pull between the two and, and what I am at which day. So I've actually created like this new term where like, I call myself a love-based eater because I also had like a really, really bad relationship with food throughout my life where I've binge eat, eaten so like my heart out. I have um, gained, you know, I've been the heaviest ever at about like 190 pounds and I'm five, seven, you know, and I used to be a heavy, a heavy set girl, you know, and then I've gone to the other end of the spectrum where I've been like 115 pounds and super close to anorexia and just like having this unhealthy pull with food that like, and it has enticed me this past like year that I, I call myself a love-based eater and I live a love-based lifestyle and people are like, well, what's that? And I'm like, I eat what I love in that moment. You know, if at one point I decide to eat something that has a little bit of dairy or, you know, some fish in it. I'm not going to go and like hang myself for it, you know, because that's what I would do in the past. I would be so pissed at myself, like, like the vegan police or the plant-based police were going to come and get me, you know, and I'm like scorned to damnation. So I, I've, I've transitioned more into like this love-based lifestyle than anything, because it's more of like a mental awareness for me to just live in love, like no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm consuming food or talking to a human or doing anything in business and life, really. And the love base, I, I hear you on that because I, I I started off as a vegetarian, but then I went to pescatarian because it just works better for me. And um, my husband and I were in Austin, Texas recently, and a friend of ours took us to the the Salt Lick, right? So we go to the Salt Lick, which is this huge barbecue. Yeah, phenomenal, amazing. The smell, I don't care what you like to eat or not eat. Like you walk in there and you're hungry. You just want to eat whatever it is. And I looked at my husband and at that point, it had been 27 years that I'd been a vegetarian. Wow or pescatarian, 27 years at that point. And so I said, I think I'm going to break it today. And he was like, what? And I said, yeah, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to get a barbecue sandwich. He was like, (laughs) wait, what? He was like, are you worried? And I'm like, worried. I'm a little worried about that. But same thing. I thought, what is the pescatarian police going to come find me and be like, you broke code, you know? So I get to the counter and they've got these big slabs of the poor cows that I do love. I couldn't do it. So I didn't, I didn't break it. Uh, I, you know, but for a moment I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And if I want to eat it, I want to eat it. Then that's just the way it's going to go. But I didn't end up breaking it. Exactly. So funny yeah, you're just like, this is what I want to eat. So, all right. So back to business. So um, you start selling the product and then you're building a team, right? Yes. All right. So how did that work and how, what does your team consist of and what do you guys do to get motivated and stay motivated and keep moving forward? Yeah. So basically, like I said, it just started with, you know, screaming to the world, like, I feel amazing. You guys got to feel like this and you can do it so simply by just changing your water. So that's what I did. And um, I started, you know, bringing people into my team. And now I'm, I'm close to almost 100 people on my team that are have joined me in this movement. And I've, 
and I started, you know, truly jumping into this business about a year ago. And I do this part time, you know, like I don't do it full time. I do it part time. But that's because I, I like a part time life. Like I love a two hour meditation or a two hour workout. You know, I, I've always loved working part time, even though I don't even see myself as working. But <clears throat> I mean, basically, like, it, it's just this journey of this movement, it blew me away by like three things, primarily and three things that you know, I've seen in, in my team. And just even when I first stepped into it, I saw these three things. And, and now I've created them for myself. And so the first one was community and personal development. Like I have the most supportive and empowering community that I get to spend my time with daily. I literally have their phone numbers. I, I have all these amazing people, whether they're on my team or not, we're just this massive community. And I love that. I'm a people person. I love being around people. I feed off people's energy. I love people feeding off my energy if they need it. Like it just, I get high off it. And I have mentors that I would have, and I have in the past paid thousands and thousands of dollars for like I've spent so much money on mentorships but I I get this in this community and being a part of this movement you know right at my fingertips every second like I was telling you and, and truly these people have become my family and one's even my fiance like my fiance is my business partner you know and that's so cool to say and um, this energy that we've created through investing in this movement it's like truly been it's truly formed like this new higher version of myself. Cause even in this past, in this past year that I've truly been into this, this business, I've gone to four different personal development events that most of my team love to go to. And they're outside of our business. They're just like Tony Robbins or Grant Cardone, or we'll go to like a recruitment mastery seminar. You know, we go to these events as a team and we just, you know, love each other. They're total immersion. And it's, so gnarly to go to, but it, it just feels freaking awesome. So um, that has been huge for me. And, and the second thing was the main thing that I feel like everybody needs to have. And that's freedom. Like, I, like I said, I, I work part time and people are like, Oh, okay, so you work part time, you must be broke. I'm like, No, I, I just hit my best month yet of making over $10,000 working part time and traveling the world when I want going wherever I want. Like, Last year, I traveled more than I ever have in my entire life. And I've been really blessed to be able to travel even as a kid, you know, but last year I went all over Mexico, Tulum and Cabo. And then I went all over Europe. I was in Amsterdam and Germany. Like I just did so many traveling and I was still able to connect with people because this is all like, all I need is Wi-Fi to connect with somebody. And that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. But then there's the third thing that just, it was what I kind of talked about. I've talked about this whole time. It's like just waking the F up and having this paradigm shift and making a difference. Like the change I've made in myself, like for this planet, like for my mental health and my physical health is something that money cannot buy. And I am so grateful for the opportunity because of it. Like I, I, I mean, you can't put a price tag on changing someone's life into that positive state of mind to creating all these three things for themselves too, you know, and, and we've done this through the adversity of science meeting nature, which is truly the future, you know, people are asking these questions now. And then it's, you know, said that this decade of 2020 is a decade where people are going to start asking more, you know, the last decade, people were just like, not really asking questions. Doctor says, try this pill. Doctor says, go get your flu shot. Doctor says, um, do this and we just do it. Or trainer says this, just do it. You know, 
Um, now it's like, well, why? Or I read this article that said this, shouldn't I try this instead? Like we're asking all these questions, you know? And then I feel like we freaking should, like we have one vessel, like this is our chance to like really ask how to do things right and properly and feel the best that we ever have, you know? And so, um, yeah, I think that answers your question. I don't know. I'm going, I, I go into this rant when I get so like, there's the passion, you know? <laughs> And you're all you're like, you, you can feel your energy, which I love. So, cause I feed off energy and to, and to see you like you're, she's all smiles, like a lot of hand movements, but it's awesome. It's awesome. So, um, okay. So I'm going to ask the, the scary question, but let me preface it with this. So a few podcasts ago, we had, um, Courtney Neen on here and she has grown a massive business, um, with, um, a skincare company. I don't think I'm supposed to say it, but a skincare company. So I won't say which one it is, but it is multi-level marketing. So we talked a lot about people's fears of that. So is what you're doing a form of multi-level marketing? And knowing that I'm asking that question, if the answer is yes, which I think it might be, then explain to people how it works and why they don't have to be afraid of that. Because I know plenty of people, Courtney included, that have built incredibly successful businesses. And I think that there's this preconceived feeling from years past where there was some shady stuff that went on that now it's much more regulated. And so those things are less likely to go on. Um, but there is these opportunities where you can sell products, travel, build the wealth. You know, it's always dependent on how much you're willing to work, how much you're willing to put into it, how smart you are about working. But then you can travel. Like I know, Courtney, I just saw we're friends on Facebook and I just saw she posted she booked to go to Italy and Greece for a month this summer. And she does multi-level marketing. She, I went and did a book signing um, with her team in Savannah, Georgia, and she lives in a beautiful house on the golf course and she's the primary breadwinner. So talk to people about, and again, assuming that this is a form of MLM, why they don't have to be afraid of that. Yeah, totally. So I love this question because I mean, I, I'm a passionate person, right? I talk to anybody. I've done all types of group fitness. I've been on a mic teaching fitness. So multi-level marketing, network marketing, has always, always, always been pitched to me my entire life. Like literally people are like, Tan, you got to get in this, whether it's, you know, skincare, supplements, whatever it may be, you know, I've been pitched it all. And all of it sounded so great to me. Like all of that was like, yeah, this is awesome. But I'm also the most skeptical person in the room. I mean, the same thing when I was telling you about this water, I'm like, this is so dumb. There's no way like water does this, you know, when it's like, we are water, like, yes, it does. But, um, as far as like multi-level marketing goes, every single company is different. And like you said, it, they are so strict on the guidelines now, like so, 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 so strict. And I fully believe that network marketing is a way of the future there. Um, there was this quote that I read and it was actually not a quote. It's a fact that 60% of people that go bankrupt, they just needed an extra like $500 a month. And that's what all of these network marketing companies are doing at minimum. At minimum, they're creating an extra $500 a month for people like passively. That's that's life-changing. And so um, to answer your question, like, yes, this is similar to multi-level marketing, network marketing, except we do direct sales. So it's more so kind of like real estate. So if I was you know, a broker and I had agents working for me. Cause at any time, like my agents can produce way more money than me and do way better than me. You know, it's not like the whole pyramid scheme, which I freaking hate the term of that. I'm like, dude, 
if you are working a nine to five and you got a CEO above you, you're in a pyramid scheme. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're like making money for someone else. Like, that's just how it is. <laughs> if you don't see it, like, I, I don't even know why. Even like the Girl Scouts, I'm like, that's a pyramid to me too. Like, I, I'm so confused how all of that worked out. But, but basically, like, as far as network marketing goes, all things aren't going to fit with people. Like some people come to me and they're like, yo, Tam, you know, changing my water, bettering, you know, the planet and, you know, my life or my kids and my dog just doesn't make sense to me. I don't want to do that. And I'm like, okay, so this isn't for you, you know? And I, and I get that because like, I felt that way when I had been pitched other products, you know, like it didn't make sense for me to, you know, pitch makeup line, like, I don't freaking wear makeup, like, there's no way I would do that or skincare, like, I don't even know what kind of skincare to use, you know, so um, a lot of a lot of things as far as network marketing goes, I believe people should, you know, for one, find a product that you believe in, but for two, which is like, equivalently as powerful is be with someone that you believe in, and like work with someone that you believe in, because you're not only joining a company and a a product to stand behind, but you're joining a family and a movement and somebody that you're going to create a lot of space with. And that's what I love about network marketing. It's like, this is your new mentor for life, yo, like that matters. You know, this is someone you're going to want to spend a lot of time with. So um, I think a lot of variables go into play on if it works for somebody or not. But honestly, like it works for like 99.9% of people, you know, the other 0.1% are people that are like, yo, I got handed all this money and I'm good. I'm chilling. Like, I don't need you. <laughs> so, and you're making it work in Laguna, Cal Laguna Hill. Yes. Yes. I believe there was a TV show about it, right? Yeah. So it's Laguna Beach making... right next door. <laughs> Laguna Beach, not Laguna Hill. Sorry. Laguna Beach. So, um, Laguna Beach, California, which I've been there before, and that is not the cheapest place on the planet to live. So how are you making it work in a place like Laguna Beach that's so expensive to live in, but you're doing it with network marketing? Oh, yeah. Well, so first off, one thing that, I mean, I have done so much research just in this past year that a lot of people don't know about network marketing is like the second you join a company or a business, like this is your at-home business, you know? So, so many things become a tax write-off, whether you sell something or not. So like... I just, I feel like I need to say that again. Like when you join a network marketing company, you can never sell anything and you could have a huge tax return between like four and $8,000, you know, like that's massive for a lot of people, you know? So, um, creating this space that like joining my, joining my business and my company, everything was a complete tax write-off, you know, because I'm creating this at-home business. So I'm like, holy guacamole. I have this, you know, amazing machine that has helped me feel and look the best in my entire life. And I get to eliminate plastic from our ocean and, you know, all of these things. There's just bam, 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 all the benefits I have already, you know, expressed to you. Like, not only do I get that, but I also get a tax return for joining this, you know, and I get to write off, you know, my living. So, my rent, my mortgage, um, when I go to lunches, you know, my devices, my computer, my phone, I write off all of my produce because I clean all of my fruits and vegetables and I show that to the world. You know, it's like, it's, it's just insane to me, like all the things that we get to write off. And I fully believe that like for anybody who's not, that does not have an in-home business, they really should even just for tax purposes. And like, we teach this, like we straight up teach this stuff, like why it matters, how to do it, how to keep track of it. Like, 
and and that's where I feel like a lot of um, network marketing companies can get like, how does that even work? Like, how do you even do that? Because people aren't teaching this stuff. Like, they're not like sharing that you can you can have a huge tax deduction from it. I had people that wrote off their pool for <laughs> because they have an in home business. You know what I mean? Like, there's just there's just so many things you can write off and. And I've been blessed to be able to write off all of these things. I've been blessed to create this passive income, you know, that I get to have for the rest of my life. And my company is amazing where I not only get to have it myself, but when I one day, you know, God willing have kids, I get to pass all that down to my child too, which is amazing. So wherever I am in the company, you know, I stay there and I, and I pass that on forever. What does a typical day look like for you? Totally. So I love the quote, show me your calendar and I'll show you your bank account because it's true. Like scheduling things in and just staying consistent and having a full calendar is, is important. But also, like I've said to you in the beginning, like I'm a part-time worker, like I am lazy as heck and I am not afraid to say that I'm not ashamed at all. Like I know it, I know I'm lazy, (laughs) but I also love to schedule things in. So I love, you know, getting up early I just naturally wake up between like six and seven. I just wake up and I'm like, ah, here we go. And I love to, you know, spend the first hour with God. I love reading my Bible. I love, you know, just connecting spiritually, emotionally without thinking about anything, you know, just spending that hour in peace and in silence. I always do that journaling gratitudes, all that jazz. That's all for me. And then I get my workout in, you know, whether it's even going for a walk or it's going and doing a hit training. I love F45. Um, so I go get an F45 workout or I'm also training in jujitsu. That's, this is my year to compete. I've been training in jujitsu for the past year. So this is my year to compete. Um, so I've been doing that, you know, I, I pick one of those things to start my day and then I really don't take any calls or schedule anything until around like 10 a.m. because I like to get my breakfast in, you know, I just, I like TAM time, you know, I like to do things at my own time, you know, do stuff like that. We, we have a daily training with the team always around noon. So I like to get a few, talk to a few of my peeps before I go into the training, you know, get a training going. And then I schedule a few more calls or I'll go for a walk or go to the beach. My fiance is a pro skimboarder. So we spend a lot of time at the ocean. I know poor us Laguna beach at the beach life sucks. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, so I spend a lot of time outside grounding myself. Um, and then I typically always finish, you know, with either talking to someone on my team, being with someone on my team, doing some sort of connecting. I love networking. I love learning about other people's businesses and how I can help them grow and be better. So I'm always doing something like that. And then um, I finish with my, my fiance and I do this where we do something called the five A's, which is just like amazing for relationship building and like creating communication with your significant other. So um, five A's are basically just we give each other affirmation. We give each other affection. And the third A, we ask each other if we did anything to upset each other. And then we um, wait. Apology is actually that one, not ask. And then the next one is ask, you know what can I do for you tomorrow or sometime this week? Yo, can you help me meal prep? Can you help me do this or that? You know, Um, can you remind me that I've got this to do something like that? And then the last one is amen. We always ask, you know, what can I pray for you? What can I pray for you? And we end in prayer. And so that's kind of how my day goes. Like I just do all of that love all day long. That's really cool. That sounds like a great day every day. And I am jealous because it sounds 
way more relaxing than my day is. Uh, and I live at the beach too, but I'm on the other coast. So our waves are much smaller. We do have some skimboarding over here, but um, not the kind of waves that you guys have. So, um, so, and then in your company, you talked about how you went on, you go, you've been to different trips or different um, motivational speaker events and talk a little bit about those. Cause I think that's a really neat thing that some co- companies offer where you get to go and be reminded. Cause when you go to a motivational presentation, you leave there on fire. I mean, and, and the speaker's really bad, which is rare. It's, it does remind you like, this is why I get up every day. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And this is how I can do better because people that go to motivational things are typically driven people, right? So sometimes we're driven, but we need that little reminder. And I, I like to see the teams that go and are all there together and have the conventions where they recognize each other for their accomplishments. So talk about a little bit about that side of the business. Yeah, that side is huge. I mean, any any event, it always, you know, costs anything from like $100. So even sometimes huge, like a grand, you know, if you're going to see Tony Robbins and whatnot. But again, all of that stuff's a tax write-off, right? You're continuing your education and your knowledge. Um, but events really, really, really have changed my life, have changed my heart, changed my subconscious awareness of communicating with others and, and business, you know? And I've always seen myself as an entrepreneur since like high school. I would, my mom would make granola and I would go sling some granola to people, like, you know, just make some cash so I could get cafeteria food because my mom hated that we would eat cafeteria food. That was a big no-no. You eat eat what you get packed. You don't go to the cafeteria. So I had to sling some granola to get some cash for cafeteria food. But um, anyways, like events, not only empower you and motivate you even if you go to a total immersion event that has the speaker that freaking sucks like I've been I've been to events that I was like oh my gosh that past 30 minutes I like literally could have just like I don't even know I just couldn't even absorb anything what that person was saying like why wasn't I on stage you know but it just pumps me up being there when when I visually can see myself on stage like I love the thought of me like giving people a motivational talk. Cause I, I do that a lot of the time of the day, you know, I'll get on zoom conference calls like this and, you know, talk to my team or I'll be on a phone call and I'm like hyping them up and it's hyping me up. But at the end of the day, what I've realized, it's like, it's like giving is receiving. And so what I'm giving to people, I receive back a tenfold and the same thing going to a live event, like what these people are giving me, they're receiving back. And like, I, and I can feel all of that energy being in a totally immersion event. It's, it's, it's game changer. Literally it's game changer going to an event no matter. And for someone like me, like I was not only the most skeptical person in the room, but I was also the person who thought that all these events were super frou-frou-y. I'm like, who goes to see Tony Robbins and he's just going to change your life right there. Like I thought, Oh, that was crazy, you know? And just, and then last year I went to unleash the power within and I felt like I unleashed the power within. I stepped on freaking coals y'all. They were like 2000 degree Fahrenheit or something insane, you know, like it just, it just makes you so much better than you already are. Like we're already such amazing human beings, but learning from other people that have, that are already like on your path and have already like messed up. Like I learned so much from people that have already messed up, you know? And that's why I'm like, it's so important to be vulnerable and share things that you're going through, share that nitty gritty. Cause that's what people are learning from. They're learning from those hardships and those hurdles that you're going through. It's, you know, it's like, John C. Maxwell says falling forward, right? You fall forward, you're already a few steps forward. You fall again, you're falling forward, you're a few steps forward, you know? So it's like, 
I've just, I've just connected so much to speakers, whether it's motivational or business, whatever. I just, if you've never been to an event, like, please go, if you want to come to an event, let me know. I'm going to an event probably like every month this year. Like I have an event planned out, whether it's just a full day or a weekend or a full week, like my calendar is like event, 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 event. Cause I probably quadruple my income every event I go to. Because it really does. It, it sets that fire under you, you that's like, yeah, I like if you if you're losing sight or you're just getting lazy or getting tired or whatever, and you go to those events, you're like, okay, I'm back. Here I go again. I got to reset. And I used to judge it a little bit. And I'm like, why do people want to go here? Other people talk like if you're not motivated, you're not motivated. False information. Exactly. There's a lot of information out there that other people have that no matter how motivated each of us are personally to hear someone else's story and someone on one of those stages has usually accomplished a shitload of stuff in their lifetime to get there. So I always want to learn from people that have done more than me, have achieved more than me. And it it just, it makes like, I can look up to them and say, okay, well, they know what they're talking about. And usually the person that's telling me, oh, that sounds like a waste of time is someone who hasn't achieved anywhere near the level that I would want to achieve. That is so true. And I don't know if you've ever heard of like the 33% rule. But this was something huge that I took away the first event that I ever went to. And I kind of, I kind of simulate it to, you know, going to events and and reading personal development books and this and that. But basically what the 33% rule is, it's, it's about, you know, um, our time. We have a hundred percent of time, right? Let's just say hundred percent of time. Okay. We're going to break that down. So there's 33% of our time that we spent with our peers, people that are on the same level with us, people that are like, yeah, let's go to this event together. We're making the same income. We got the same goals in sight. Like y'all right here, you guys are spending 33% of your time together. And then you spend another 33% of your time bringing people into, you know, that stage that you're in, right? People that are like, Tam, help me out. I want to get there. Like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And they're executing, right? That's another 33% of your time. Okay. So there's 66 right there. And so, and then there goes to another 33% of your time to people that you see far more superior than you. So um, going to these total immersion events, seeing Tony Robbins talk, going to see Gainer, uh, Jerry, Gary Vee talk, or, you know, any of these John C. Maxwell, people that have done amazing freaking things, wrote in books, your mentors, whatever, you know, we might even be this to a lot of people. And so spending the 33% of your time with those people. And then, and then that leaves what that's 99%. You got 1% left. And a lot of the time that 1% is your best friend. That's your family. That's your significant other. And that's sad to say, but I have spent the last year telling people about my 33% rule. And I'm like, yo, if you are not trying to like better yourself and not on the same playing field as me, or if you're not better than me, like I love you. And I'm going to pray for you every single day because I pray you have an awakening and a paradigm shift, but I can't be spending my time with you, unfortunately, because you're bringing me down, bro. You're bringing me so far down. Like I can't be in that 1%. I'm trying to be a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. There's you know a lot of different women that live in my town and there's this one girl that's over the top positive. She's, she's driven. She's working her ass off. She's killing it out there and I'm friends with her. And so we hung out. There's a big group of us. And the next day, another lady said to me, oh, I saw you were hanging out with such and such. Doesn't she annoy you? And I was like, well, she doesn't really annoy me. I think she's really awesome, actually. Like, I kind of look up to her. 
She was like, well, she's just always so positive. And I was like, that's what I like about her. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a person I want to be around. And then as time progressed, me and this other person, eventually, I just started seeing a lot of negativity and stuff. So I moved away. But from that, spending my time with someone that's negative. And I think it's so important that you do surround yourself with positive people. And if the rest of the world thinks we're annoying or ridiculous or queer or whatever they think we are, like, sorry, we're doing it. And then again, all those negative people are usually the ones that are unhappy in their relationship, unhappy with their physical appearance, unhappy with their financial set situation, hate their job, whatever it is that's making them angry, they're then emoting that to everyone else. And I just don't do that. I, lo- I love what I do for work. I love my relationship. I'm comfortable with my body. I would love to always improve it, of course. But, you know, if you're in a happy space and you're, you want to be around happy and motivated people. So I think, again, the, some of those conventions and stuff, that's what it really does for people is just lift you up and keep you on track that it's okay to be surrounded by positive people. It's okay to want more and desire more. And, and it doesn't have to be financially more just to desire a bigger and better life. Yes. You know? And the best feeling ever. I like totally agree with you, girlfriend. Cause I've been in that 1% before. Like I'm, I know for a fact I was that 1% to a lot of people, you know, I've had my dark days and, but now like with where I'm at today, nothing feels better than having people that, you know, step out of your life for a little bit, you know, maybe they've realized they're that 1% or you've realized it and you've kind of pulled away a little bit, but nothing has been a more amazing, blessed up feeling than those people messaging you saying, girl, I've seen what you've been doing and, and you're just lighting me on fire. You've never reached out to me. You've never pushed me and made me feel uncomfortable in any way. You just have been doing what you're doing. And I see it every freaking day. And I'm a lit now, like help me. And they're like literally there, like asking for your hand, like getting those texts and those phone calls from like your friends and your family and people you love. Like it, it makes me emotional. Like I've cried having text messages from, you know, cousins and family members that have been like, Tam, like, I want to do what you're doing. I want to create what you're doing. Like, will you help me? Like, ah, it's the best feeling. You know, I've always just had my social media sites and all that stuff. And I'm just me. I am me. And you either like me or you don't, but I can't control that. I can control who I am and who I am is Krista. And I think I'm a boss lady and I tell the world that, but I'm not rude about it. I just, I'm a boss of my life, you know? And some people at the very beginning were, there's a few people that were a little like, I don't know, they just didn't get me or they didn't understand me. And that's fine. I didn't worry about it. Well, yeah, fine. Don't get me. A few months ago, I get same day, I got two messages from people that I know did not like me. And I've talked about this on a different podcast before where I got these messages and I was like, oh gosh, what is this going to say? Like, do they hate me or what? So I open it and it's like, hey girl, you've inspired me to do this and this, like all these different things. And and even just last week I got, I booked three speaking gigs from various people that just follow me on social media that that are like, girl, we need some motivation in our building. So we're bringing you like, there's one that's flying me in. Like all these cool things are happening. And it's because I've stayed true to me. I've stayed true to being positive. I didn't let the negativity pull me down. And I think it's just, you've got to stay focused. And women in general, we're really good at lifting each other up. But if you get around the wrong people, you can be, we can be really good at pulling each other down. So you've just got to be real sensitive about who you spend your time with. Amen, sister. Congrats. That's so, oh, it's so badass.
Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. So, so cool. All right. So before we finish up, I do have five questions that I ask every person on the podcast. They're very simple questions. And then at the very end, we'll have you go back and tell everyone where they can find you and learn more about you and reach out to you. So um, who is the woman that you admire the most? I, and you're gonna make me probably say my mom, but my mom has always been there for me through everything. Like I'm talking middle school, I'm or not middle school, high school, I'm on drugs, calling my mom a fucking bitch to her face, like just been the worst person ever to my mom. And she's always stood behind me, you know, even like my mom is lesbian now. And like, that's something that <laughs> changed when I was a senior in high school. And I was so mad at her for it. I didn't understand why she was breaking our family up, you know? And so we've had that time of separation, but I've always been called back to her and I've always been so drawn to her. And I just freaking love my mom so much. I can text her at any time. She is on my wavelength. She sends me, you know, Abraham Hicks books and is all about positivity and is like, what can I do to help your business? I want to be in your business. I need to help you grow. I need like, she has been like number one, ride or die for life, literally. And like, not a lot of people can say that about their mom. Like they just can't. And I feel like that sucks. And I like, I'll be your mommy, like (laughs) send me a DM. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, like I just, I, I just love a figure, somebody as strong as my mom that I can go through. And she has been vulnerably herself, whether it's doing something that breaks up a family for her to be herself, you know, like, she will do whatever it takes to, to be better, you know, and I admire her so much for that, even though if I might have been so upset with her at the time, like, that's pretty amazing that she did all that, you know, so my mama, I love you, Barb. <laughs> but how much and how upset would you have been if she lived her entire life without getting to be true to herself? Because that, for, so she's probably closer to my age. And that, that's a big step for my demographic, you know, so to hold that in, she was probably suffering so much before she can never tell she can never tell her mom like her mom's very strict german she can never tell her like that she's interested in women and that breaks my heart like i just want to be like mom just tell her you know but <laughs> like you know it's it's a different like you said it's a different um generation it's a different growing time so i have so much admiration for people that are like you know what? i'm just going to do me i'm going to be me and not care what anybody says. And like, that's the whole reason why, I mean, I even did hand tattoos. Like I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty heavily tattooed. And I was like, you know what? I want to be as unemployable as possible. I'm a college dropout. Like, let's go. My mom didn't go to college and she's freaking killing it. Like, I just, I just wanted, I just want to be true to myself. And I have my mom to thank for that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, good job, Barb. We think you're killing it out there. So awesome. What is your favorite either self-help book or just book in general? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, hmm. I really love Everybody Always. So that's Bob Goff, G-O-F-F, I believe is his last name. Um, Everybody Always is an amazing book. My girlfriend and business partner, Alexa, gave me that book. And it just talks about, you know, kind of the same premise of like being true to yourself and also, you know, being there for everybody even at certain, just at certain times, you know, like we were talking about with the 33% rule. It's like, everybody is always in my heart. I am such, I love humanity. Oh my gosh. I love, I love humans so much. Like 
I can't even tell you how much I love humans. And even the person that cuts me off when I'm driving, I give that person love because they probably need it. Like I will literally be like trying to telepathically give them some love and some of my energy because I love humanity and I want to be there for everybody always, you know, that's, that's a huge line for me. Um, and that's been a really, really good, a really, really good book for me. But also last year was the first year that I read the Bible in an entire year. And I don't know your spiritual beliefs or anybody's spiritual beliefs. And I consider myself more spiritual than religious because I do believe in, you know, Hinduism and, you know, uh, meditating and all things that a lot of Christians, you know, find to be not, you know, true to their faith. Um, I believe in all of that stuff. So, but the Bible has literally opened up my imagination and my mind and my thoughts to something like I never, ever thought possible. Like not only reading the Bible every single day for 365 days, did it, did it teach me like true commitment and true discipline, but it also like, it frustrated the crap out of me. The Bible is so confusing. I'm like, I'm not that smart. Like, I don't know what half of that stuff in there means, but like spending the time to like, just ask God to be like, yo God, let me know what this is saying to me today. And I swear he does like every single day. I'm like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) it really freaks me out sometimes. And my spiritual awakening is like a whole nother conversation in itself. But yeah, I mean, those two books have probably been like the biggest, the biggest help and game changer for me this year. And if anybody wants to start reading the Bible, like, let me know I'm on this Bible app that it like reads it to you and it breaks it down for you. It's so cool to have it broken down for you. And um, and I love that I'm a millennial doing it because there's not a lot of millennials that are about like spreading God's love and light, you know, but I'm all for it. Cool. Cause I haven't had that answer before. And that would seem like an answer that would be something you'd hear a lot of, but yeah, I haven't had that. Ooh, yes. Very cool. What is your favorite hobby? Oh, my favorite hobby. Ooh, that's such a hard one for me. Um, okay. So first time ever on January 1st. I snowboarded (laughs) and that was the coolest thing. And I don't know if I'm just like on a high right now from snowboarding, but like literally my fiance is the best man in the entire world. Like I freaking love him to death. He decked me out in all like new snowboard gear, even a a snowboard, which is expensive, you know, not knowing if I was going to like this. Um, He was like, let's like, we're going snowboarding on January 1st. We're going to try something new. We want to, you know, have this year of just journeying through things that make us really freaking uncomfortable. And let me tell you, girlfriend, being on a white snow slope when you haven't seen snow since 10 on a board you've never been on before, and you're about to go down to what looks like the impending doom, that's the most uncomfortable feeling in the world. And that's probably one of my favorite hobbies now, even though it's only what it's January 3rd and I've only done it one time, but I'm literally like, when can we go back? When can we go back? But, um, last year also was my year of jujitsu. It was the first time I ever started jujitsu. And that's, that's, that's going to be a little bit more than snowboarding. I'm just on that snowboarding high, but jujitsu is something that every woman needs to know. It's started from self-defense, you know, how to get away, how to break your fall. If someone pushes you down, like, how to, if somebody grabs your hand, how to come out of it, you know, and I actually partner with um, the gym that I go to where we teach women's self-defense classes because so many women are being assaulted, even here in like Laguna Beach. I'm like, what the heck are these? But then if you think about it, it, it's, it's a beautiful place, beautiful women, beautiful people. Like if I was a predator, I'm coming straight to Laguna, like, (laughs) you know, but we need to know how to defend ourselves. And as a woman, I have 
doing jujitsu, I've never felt so small, but I've also never felt so badass. Like being able to, I can flip my fiance to the ground. That man's almost 200 pounds. Like that's amazing. That's liberating, you know, to be able to do that. So jujitsu is game changer. Yeah, that's cool. And I've heard a lot of great things about jujitsu. I do snowboard and I get the high on that because it is when I, I remember when I first learned, well, I broke my wrist when I first learned, but after that, I, um, it's just something we did we, last year. We did over new year's in Breckenridge and it was awesome. Like I, every time and I'm getting, you know, I'm getting older, so I'm not going to be able to do it for many more years. I'll probably have to switch over to skiing, but while you can do it, do it. Cause it is, it is a great workout. It is so much fun. It's just, there's just this, I don't know, cool feeling when you're snowboarding that I can't explain to anyone, but I'm glad you're doing it because it is super fun. I love it. I love it. It's awesome. And it will, might answer my next question, which is what is the last thing you did for fun? <laughs> yeah, it was snowboarding. Honestly, snowboarding was the last thing I did for fun. It was, it was amazing. I mean, it was so funny. My dad is FaceTiming me, you know, wishing me a happy new year. And he's like, all right, Tam, like, have a good time. But remember, don't go down any black diamonds. Because the last time I was in snow, I was like 10. And my mom, you know, we're on a family trip. My mom's like, oh, I'm gonna go one more lap down the black diamond. And she ends up tearing her meniscus and ACL needs to get like knee surgery and stuff. I'm like, I promise that I'm be good. I'm, I'm chilling on the bunny slope. Like, we're good. My fiance and I go up and we make a wrong turn. We go straight down a black diamond mountain. And this mountain's like legit, like incline. I was so petrified, so terrified. But then getting to the bottom of it and looking up and being like, dang, I just got down that. Like, hell yeah. That felt so freaking cool. And I and I feel that in entrepreneurship and in life and in business and in friendships and in love. So it's it's pretty cool to be able to like simulate a hobby to real life feelings. That's awesome. What is one bucket list item that you have to complete in your lifetime that you haven't completed yet? Bucket list item that I have to complete, you know, um, since I've learned so much about water and the importance of it and healing of it, my bucket list like that I absolutely have to complete is create a place in like in a third world country. I haven't decided yet what country I want to do this in. And, and ultimately I would love to do this in every country in the world, but I want to be able to bring to people for free, a free place that they can come and get clean water and have fresh water. And I mean, even here in America, it's so sad, like how dirty our water is. Like it's insane. You can go look up the reports from your tap water and how awful it is, you know? So for me, my bucket list is, to just have people wake up and understand like water is so important and it's going to change us. But I do want to have, you know, multiple free spaces to come get clean water and just like live this healthier life and really feel what it feels like to have true energy given to you from what we're created from. Right. And it's so needed in so many third world countries because very few people here understand how bad it is out there. So, all right, girl. Well, this has been awesome and I super appreciate your time and I hope you're having a wonderful start to your New Year's with your new snowboarding and jujitsu competition coming up and all the fun things ahead. But before we end the call, where can people find you? Where can they stalk you on social media? Where's your website? Tell them all the things of how they can connect with you. Thank you, Krista. I freaking love you so much. This is so fun. This is this is only the second podcast I've ever done. I have a few more interviews that I'm going to be on and 
you guys always like inspire me to like, should I do a podcast too? Like, this is so fun. You know, we need more people to learn. Um, so thank you so much for just like creating this space and allowing people to learn. Like this is, this is really beautiful to just boss up together. Like I freaking love that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, anybody and everybody can find me on Instagram. I'm at Tam T A M underscore Salinas S A L I N A S. Um, you can find me on there and I actually keep my website link in my bio. It's a link tree and it has a few steps that you can go through to learn more about, you know, my business. You can apply to join my team and we can jump on a call and we can connect together, see if this is something for you or not. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, so you can find me. My full name's Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A. So I'm on, I'm Tamara Salinas on Facebook and that's where I'm at, you know, slide in those DMs. I love, it all goes down in the DMs. Yep, it does. It does. All right, girl. Well, awesome. You're amazing. Your energy is excellent. I just, I love it. It's been a great way to end a Friday. So I will definitely be connecting with you myself on social media. I think we already are, but make sure we are. And um, thanks again for being on the show and have a great 2020. Thank you, Krista. I love you so much, girlfriend. Let's go live that love-based lifestyle, girl. We'll go snowboarding together. Yes. I'm so there. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, girl. Well, I'll talk to you soon and have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Told you she was amazing and full of energy, full of exciting things going on in her life. I just love her. I hope you guys go out and follow her on Instagram, Tam underscore Salinas. She's doing some really cool stuff out there and can inspire you to get off your butt and go work out just by looking at her freaking pictures. So Boss ladies, I hope this was fun for you. I hope you got a lot out of this. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I would love it. I'm at the Boss Lady Investor, and same on Facebook. And I also just started my TikTok account, so follow me there as well. You'll be seeing all my cool dance moves. But until the next time, Boss Ladies, just keep in mind, no matter what you dream, no matter what you accomplish, no matter what struggles are in your way, just take a deep breath because Boss Ladies, you got this. <laughs>